You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And today I have um, a new friend. Her name is Sonia Amen, and she is on this podcast with me today. We're going to be talking all about, uh, gosh, mental health and how to encourage people in this day and age about mental health and how to encourage our children and teach them uh, how to go about being healthy in mind, body, and spirit. But she is also about the holistic approach. So I'm so excited to have you on Visibly Fit. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is fun. You're my first children's author to ever be on the program. So this is fun. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. But I must say, you're also a pharmacist and you've done studies in nutrition and you are all about the holistic approach to, to health, right? And yeah, that is sure. mind, body, spirit. So I want to just jump right in because, you know, our, our behavior tends to come from our thoughts, right? But also, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a flip side to that. You can also change your thoughts by movement and changing your behavior. But for the most part, this behavior is, is, comes from our thoughts. And so why has this been, become such a um, passion of yours to, to get the word out to children especially, but to everyone about mental health and how to you know, hold captive our thoughts? Initially, what really inspired me to want to share this message is because it was my own journey of studying the scripture and wanting to align my thoughts with scripture. And so as I was reading the Bible and meditating on a lot of those things that we know it where it talks about in Second Corinthians, like you said, to take captive our thoughts, right? And I remember there was a season, and I think we all go through those kind of just, whether it's those moments of, of difficult thoughts or seasons or like long uh, uh, times in our life where we're just struggling. And so um, Isaiah 26, three, where it says, you know, he keeps you in perfect peace when our minds, you know, stays on him. And so that's, these are the scriptures that kind of really helped me through my own mental health journey. And then specifically um, my first book, Backs in His Bubbles, all about a kid in his thoughts is based on Philippians 4, 8. Um, which talks about, you know, think on things that are true and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy, all those things. And so um, I know we'll talk about the strategies probably uh, in a little bit, but that's really, it was myself wanting to, um, to grow in that area and seeing the benefit and seeing the change in my own life. And, and it, it's really an ongoing thing. I, I still have moments where I'm like, okay, I need to get back into the scripture. I need to speak those words. I need to you know, speak out the word of God. And so in my circumstance, and so, um, but is, I knew that if we taught this to our kids while they're young, uh, we're just giving them tools for, you know, things that's, that are going to come up in life for whether, no matter how old you are. And so um, being able to put it into a picture book um, that they don't even realize maybe they're learning something 
and um, giving parents and teachers a tool for to have something that they can use as really a springboard for discussion and um, to to implement what we're learning in scripture, but then be putting it into a storybook form and then having fun with it, but also learning from it as well. Well, before we dive into the two books, Backs and Bubbles, and then um, the other one is When Love Flows, your newest one. Um, I want to touch on your story. Like, if you don't mind, let, like, let's really go there and let's talk about, you know, what was going on in your life and how could someone maybe that's listening really resonate with what you went through and that's and and give them hope right through your own story i think it's been many things in life and like i said it's not something that it's something that i can still use now like the strategies that you know it's something that i continue to use it's things that i teach my kids now and it's not something that we okay once you do it that's it <laughs> yeah it's not a one and done it's every day yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's it's you know what in those moments of frustration. I think of even just yesterday, I was going to pick up my kids. I was at a stoplight and a major accident happened right in front of my eyes. The thankfully the girl survived. Um, but I was I was shaken up. It was actually the same intersection that me and my kids got rear-ended two years ago. So again, like those <laughs> thoughts, kind of that fear, yeah. right? Like and so but in those moments, I know that, again, Isaiah 26, three came up right then. And you know what? I took a deep breath and I, I, I always, we always like pray for whoever is in the accident, but I wish I was shaped. I wish I was shook for sure. Yeah. So a little fear and anxiety a little bit. Right. Just, yes. Yeah. But then, but it's in that moment, but then I know, I know what I can give it to the Lord. And, and so then, you know, I was only like maybe a mile away from the school went and got the kids it's like almost half an hour. It's a long drive home. And I just um, remember just saying, you know what? I And I kept, I kept seeing the accident really, right? Because it just happened. And so, but I kept saying, you know what? You you keep us safe. We're in the, and just actually bringing up scripture, Psalm 91, you know, yes. he who dwells in the shelter of the almighty, like all those things. And so that's where I had to, again, implement these you know, strategies of aligning my thoughts with scripture and, and, you know, I'm fine, but it's, these are things that are going to happen, I think, yeah. you know, over and over. So yeah. Um, and there's triggers, right. Just like that. And I, and I think about that for you to even share just, you know, just what happened recently, but maybe that's kind of been the underlying theme from in your past of, of more of fear and anxiety. And so um, to, to continue to bring every thought captive and put it right back to scripture helps to give you peace and calm, right? And yes. Yes. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yes. Because so, God yes. is a God of peace, right? Amen. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So yes. And that's where I'm like, and I think through all those different seasons of life, I think uh, when I think of when my kids were really young, it was really hard. Um, I, I remember just, it was a hard time. Um, there's so many different things. And then that's where I'm like, you know, it's not like, Thank God. I, I don't think I ever were was in, um, I don't know, like a, a situation where it was years and then I just, you know, it was one thing and, you know, it's all better. But I think it's kind of just a journey. Yes, it, it's a journey. Yeah. A healing journey. And also that God's with us. Like it's and you know, next week, something else might happen, but that's OK. He's always with us. That's right. And you know what? I can still realign my thoughts 
with scripture, you know, knowing, you know what, the Holy Spirit's with me. I, uh, God's always with us, right? He's never leaves us. So. So I love that. And now how old are your children? They're nine and 11, nine and 11. Okay. And they're boys, right? Yes. Two boys. So much fun. Lots of energy. Uh, well, I have one son. And so I just, I love boys. You know, I have this thing about, you know, just mamas and the boys. It's just a, a different connection and it's beautiful. So, um, well, I love that you wrote this book as a children's book, but really it's great for adults. <laughs> I mean, it probably was very therapeutic for yourself to write it and, and looking at, um, backs and bubbles. I love how you actually capture the, the thought, just like how we would draw a cartoon character thinking of, you know, a thought in a bubble. That's what you actually have, but a literal like bubble, um, like when you blow bubbles, right? Yeah. Bubble and every thought is, is in that bubble. And so I think about that. And as you are reading uh, that book to your children, how it's probably ministering to you too, or has, and, and that's what it's doing for other parents as well, right? Very much so. I literally got a text yesterday uh, of, again, I, I get so many adults saying, wow, I needed this book. And I'm just like blown away because, um, you know, initially when I was praying about writing books, I I had all these dreams. I'm like, oh, I want to write for women and moms and this, but it was very clear that I was supposed to start here with the children's book because you are writing for the moms too there (laughs) right right and and so that's the thing and um that's what i'm hearing just so many people are like wow this is what i needed and so now i am stopping to think is that a thought bubble that i want to keep or is that one that i want to let go and they actually stopped in that moment to you know pause to think and decided because of the book that they read with their child. And so, so or to their class, you know, lots of teachers use it, counselors use it. So, well, you think about, I mean, we have 50 to 60,000 thoughts in a day and the majority, like 70% are said to be negative. And I believe Dale Carnegie had said that in order to flip the script kind of thing, I don't know he said that, but anyway, I'm paraphrasing, (laughs) flip the script, we have to have a five to one ratio of positive thoughts over negative. And so if that's the case, it takes discipline, it takes intentionality. And that's what I teach and train my clients as well, is that we have to change the the story, you know, change change what we've been uh, programmed to believe or think and start to really believe what God says about us. But in that, in that uh, same vein, I want to talk about um, the the power of these thoughts and how, um, how do you dismiss them? How do you teach people to dismiss the negative thoughts and to replace? Um, Like I said, the strategy based on vaccine is it's based on Philippians 4. And so I like to kind of really simplify it down to three questions. And so the first one is, is this thought true? Because so often we believe lies about ourselves or lies about others. So when it comes to ourselves, we have just that negative self-talk, right? I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not a good mother or all, you know, just those things that we are allowing ourselves to believe. Um, but they wait, are hold not. on. I just have to say right there, because you just said allowing ourselves to believe. And I think that's a key point right there. We're allowing, we've decided to um, adopt that belief. We're allowing it. So anyway, keep going. That's important. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. And so stopping to think, um, is this thought true? So whether it's a thought about ourselves or sometimes it's a, a lie that we're believing about others, like, oh, well, 
he or she, you know, looked at me like that, said that, and we don't know what that person is going through, you know, what, how their day looks, what their circumstances. And so it may not even be a reflection of what, who they truly are and yeah. rather than maybe in that moment and, and things yeah. like that. And so, I, I'm sorry. I just laughed, but I just had a, a, a conversation with my adult son about this very thing because he thought because of the way that I looked at him, that I meant or I was judging, or I was a uh, perspective, right? Like, and I'm like, no, that's not what I was thinking at all. I'm sorry, whatever my face said, but that's not what I was thinking or saying or judging or anyway. So it's, it's interesting. Yes. Yes. Facial expressions. We don't realize give yeah. off a certain aura. Right. And so, yeah. um, so that, that first question or that first filter is, is this thought true? Yeah. Um, and then the, and if it's, uh, the second one is this thought kind. And so I, I say kind because it's a lot easier for kids to understand kind versus like lovely and noble and, you know, yeah. all those words. <laughs> what's praiseworthy mom. Is this a good praiseworthy word? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So kind um, kind of encapsulates all those things simply. And because if we have an unkind thought, then we may say unkind things. And if we have an unkind thought, we may do unkind things. And so that's where can we stop and think, okay, is this kind? Is this thought that I'm thinking kind? And then finally, is this thought excellent? Because if it is an excellent thought, then those are the thoughts that we should speak and act on. Because just because something is true doesn't mean we have to say it. Right. So that's and that's kind of that that extra that I like to kind of tell adults more. So sometimes kids don't fully understand. that. Um, but yes, I feel like for even for us as adults, if we would just pause and think, you know, do I need to say this? Um, is this an excellent uh, response? Right. Whether it's on social media in response to family members. Right. Like all all those different situations where you may completely be right. You know, you're you're in the right and what you're saying is true but are you going to be saying that um in a way that honors the lord and so you know just having discernment to know okay is this the time to say that is this how i should say it so is this that true is this that kind and then is this that excellent those are just the three simple um kind of filters that we can use to say okay this is it, this can affect what i'm going to say or this is what i'm going to allow um, what I'm going to do. Wow. We really do need uh, a few more filters these days, don't we? When you look at social media or just how we respond to something, just like I said, with my son and I just having a simple conversation, you saw maybe my eyebrow do something and <laughs> assume that I didn't approve. And I'm like, well, no, I was just kind of listening and, and processing. Right. Right. And so um, it's interesting how we are all just so unique. And so we can't assume that someone is uh, thinking a certain thing, but we also need to be, uh, like you said, more cognizant and aware and not just blurt something out of, of how we feel because we all have different beliefs and we, we were brought up differently and come from different backgrounds. And um, is it, is it going to harm, is it going to be more harmful than hurtful or, or helpful? Um, but I think that all this is really, really timely and I think about the books that are out there currently that aren't so great that our <laughs> children are, are reading or allowed to read. And right. so in this season that your book is books are being released, I mean, I, I hope you feel very proud that um, God is using you in a mighty way to help uh, steer the boat, uh, steer yes. the 
the sailboat, if you will, or, or whatever, like a little rudder, you know, just keeping yeah. it on course, as opposed to ones that are really getting our children off course. Do you have any um, thing you want to share without getting too political or anything, but anything you would like to share regarding the power of what's going on in the world with with our children's books? Well, I would say um, I am grateful that God has placed this and these messages with both of the books in my heart to be able to share it in a way that a lot of my readers are not Christian. And that's, I think, is a blessing that I'm getting really um, books that are based in the word, right? They're, they're literally because of a scripture that I read. And as I was studying, even my new book, it's literally based on Second uh, Corinthians uh, 3 verses 2 and 3, how we as Christians are letters to the world, how we live our life. It's awesome. a, a letter. That's how they're experiencing us. And so as I was studying, I still remember I was in my bedroom on the floor reading that scripture and it just came off the pages. And that's where the new book came from. And so um, there, but however, there's, you know, when someone in a, the public school system, when they look at it, it's just a pretty story, but it also is giving them a tool to help um, build character in yeah. kids. And so, so many, like I said, teachers, counselors, psychologists are using these books because they are useful tools, whether you're Christian or non-Christian. And so that's where I think it's such a blessing um, that I, I feel blessed that he would choose me to do that. And I'm, I'm just that the word would spread because it's really, you know, his, his message. So. Amen. Amen. And he uh, gave you the message to, you know, rise up and, and, you know, he did the call and that's what you've done. So thank you. And um, on behalf of all the parents out there, but I think about how it's it's a message that's penetrating to the heart, right? You're you're able to speak to uh, the individual um, child in such a way that that's they can understand, and yet again, with the person reading the book to the child, you're also penetrating their heart because it's yeah. like, oh, that's a like check in my spirit. <laughs> Am yes. I really thinking this way and that kind of thing? But let's talk a little bit about when love flows. And if, if you want to talk about that one versus yes. um, yeah, yes. uh, bubbles, which is adorable, by the way, but um, when love flows is um, tell us a little bit more about that one. Okay. Yes. So when love flows is um, a book about how kids can make a positive impact on those around them. And that's with their words, their actions, and even written notes. So I feel like just a simple note. It's a lost art. I feel like we don't do it enough, but it right. really does with email and, and text messages. Yeah. <laughs> Which are great. Like when, you know, if it's a busy day and just dropping a text, like, Hey, thinking of you, that is wonderful. It's better than nothing. But if we would just take a moment to just write a simple note, thinking of you or a thank you note, a, a note of appreciation, all those different things, you know, so many people are going through a difficult time. I, I think of just, uh, several people I know that have lost loved ones just this past week. And so I'm just like, how can I encourage them? Right. And a lot of times even just a card, you know, when we don't know what to to say or what to do, just picking up a card and, and letting them know you're thinking of them um, goes a long way. And so that kind of goes back to, as I was saying, like how we live our life is a reflection of really Jesus Christ. And that's that verse in second Corinthians of how we are a letter to the world, right? And so how we treat others, what we do, what we say, and all those things. And so in the book, um, I use water imagery 
And that is because really it's the Holy Spirit that is working in us and through us. And so often the Holy Spirit is uh, seen as like water flowing. And so that is what um, really was in my heart as I uh, wrote that book. And so there's just a lot of water terms in the book. I, 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 in both of my books, I include discussion questions because I really do feel that um, parents, um, I want them to, you know, sometimes you read a book, but it's nice to have some questions. If you don't, can't think of them yourself, I've been there. And so to have a few questions to kind of start that conversation, oh, okay, well, you know, how can we, um, who can we write a note to, or how can we make a positive impact um, to, you know, our, our loved ones, our family, our neighbors, you know, what are some ideas? And so there's that. I even have like a little brownie recipe in the new book, um, just because in the story, the little girl ends up giving brownies to her neighbor, which is actually a true story of me and my neighbor, um, which um, I'm still praying for her salvation. And, um, but God knows, right? Like all those little things. No, I love that you are a, a natural encourager. I can see that um, just from just first meeting you, but um, also through your books, but also you are, are wanting to get people to really do acts of kindness. And, and like you said, even the notes are, are so, I mean, my mother is, she has a card ministry. Like she writes cards to everybody. Like everyone knows that my mom is going to give them a card. <laughs> I don't care what holiday it is or birthday. She always remembers. So it is a beautiful thing. Right. And I'm always like, gosh, I don't know how she does it, but it's so touching. So you're right. Something simple like that is important. Or just like you said, baking for somebody else and letting them know that they are thought of is so very special and can open that door to sharing God's love. Right. Right, right. And that is, that is sharing God's love. It is, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, going back to thoughts and, and how our thoughts impact our physical well-being. I mean, I know this, but I want to hear from you because it's something you talk about as well. So let's hear a little bit on your take on it. Yeah. So definitely, you know, whether we are having um, negative thoughts or positive thoughts, they both really, we don't realize have was uh, an impact on our physical well-being. So when it comes to um, negative thoughts, a lot of times it can trigger various um, physiological responses. So it can affect um, like our blood pressure, our heart rate, um, so our cardiovascular system. It can affect um, our hormones. Um, it can a lot of times. I, so for some people, it can affect um, them in that they lose their appetite and so they'll lose weight but then for others it will increase their appetite and so they'll gain weight and so it just depends but a lot of times um with stress those feelings of stress sadness anxiety those all those can lead to just um fatigue it can affect you know just that lethargy feeling tired or drowsy even though they've maybe slept but just wanting to uh, just crawl back into bed because they're just you know feeling down so definitely um, our thought can affect in a negative way, but then also, you know, when we have a positive outlook on life, right, we are feeling more relaxed. We're not, um, it, you can just sense that calm and peace. Your muscles may not feel like, because sometimes you can get really tense. You don't even realize um, that your muscles are tense. And so just having, you know, that diff, the, the physiological change that happens um, from positive thoughts versus, you know, those negative thoughts. 
No, it's so true. Our body is always listening to what we're saying or even thinking um, at the yeah. cellular level. And people don't really realize that. But when you start breaking it down and our body responds, like you said, hormonally and uh, yes. the overproduction of or not enough production of certain hormones, whether it's dopamine or serotonin or, you know, whatever, it's it's really it, it causes um, a positive or negative effect. So, yeah, when we think positive, we will start to show up in a positive, healthy way. So I love that. I love that yeah. we're right on the same page there. That's so cool. <laughs> well, what is your, um, what is your goal for, for uh, these books? And what is your, I guess, goal for the next, you know, one to three years? Are you planning on writing more children's books? Is this kind of your vein? Like you're, you're, you're going to stay in it. This is good. So um, my, my heart is to just really spread the word. I, I feel like if more people would know, you know, that we have the power to choose our thoughts and choose our actions, right? And so all of those things to just be intentional about that, sharing that message, children, and at the same time, um, being able to impact adults. Um, I just feel like, you know, that that is definitely my mission. Um, I, I don't have a book right now in the works. I just came out with the When Love Flows and um, just trying to get the word out about You're that. Like, Girl, but, give me time. I just got this one out. <laughs> <laughs> but but long term, yes, I would love to add to the social emotional learning series. Um, but also I I do have a desire to to write for adults in general as well. So I don't know what God may lead in the coming I don't know, months, years. Um, so I am very open to that as well. So well, we will be excited to follow and find out because you're doing great things. So um, thank, thank you, you for just um, jumping into it. And uh, you're getting such a great response and, and you're changing you. lives, you know, and, you. and that's what uh, it's all about. So thanks for shining his bright light in a beautiful way. And um, hopefully I will see you at uh, NRB coming up. Yes. That'll be fun. Yes. Yeah. So people can get your books at, uh, eamon.com yes, or they, at yep, Amazon. Or, yep. They can go to amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, walmart.com. Um, if they do get it from my website, obviously they'll get a signed copy. I like, Oh, that's a better deal. Go, go to Sonia's website <laughs> bookmark. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of, I'm not going to let the quality of the books that I have are actually, it, they are a little different, so they are nicer. Um, yeah. so, but, yeah, that's awesome. Yes, get get a hand a signatured book and all kinds of extras that go with it. Again, it's at Sonia Amen, which is S O N I A E A M I N dot com, and I will put that in the show notes as well. You are lovely in every way. Thank you for your beautiful heart, and uh, thank you for spreading God's message through just simple acts of kindness through uh, your your lovely um, simple books, really. Of, of teaching kids how to, to grow up and be. So appreciate you and God bless your ministry. Thank you, Wendy. Same to you. Yeah. Appreciate thanks so it. much for being on the podcast. Take care. All right. Take All care. Right. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was wonderful. Having Sonia on, she is lovely, isn't she? Oh my goodness. And if you are not watching on YouTube, you have to go and see how beautiful she is and what an amazing smile. And she just lights up lights up for Jesus. It's so cool. Again, you can go to soniaeamon.com to get her books and it is backs and his bubbles, which is seriously so cute. I love this book. And also when love flows and, um, I haven't seen that one in person yet. So, but I'm sure it's equally as amazing. Definitely. Uh, if you have small children, if you have grandchildren, 
um, or maybe you just want it for yourself, right? That's okay too, but make sure you uh, check it out because we all do need reminders and we need to be encouragers in this world. So um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of a visibly fit. And if you are looking to get encouraged in your health and your well-being, my team is here for you. And we would love to have a conversation. Go to wendypet.com and uh, let's set up a time and let's see where you're at, what you're looking to accomplish. And uh, we can talk through the visibly fit program and how we can walk with you and hold your hand, not just encourage you, but give you the tools. Because just like Sonia said, we need tools to become better and better equipped. And so we have the proper tools to get you to your goals. So again, check that out at wendypet.com and we will see you there. But thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Visibly Fit. I'm Wendy Pet, and we'll catch you next time. Be blessed. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.